All right, Brain. You don't like me, and I don't like you. But let's just do this, and I can get back to killing you with beer. You are now tuned into the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. podcast. This place is an untapped resource. With your host, Flex and Bliss. You must think I'm pretty stupid. I'm dangerous. I'm very, very dangerous. And Charlie Chase. You're very good, yo. You're goddamn right he is. For the everyday fantasy sports player. You just blew my mind. Now, I am going to teach some kids a lesson. They're a bunch of f***ing amateurs. And now, on with the show, Party People. Party people. Ooh, what's up, party people? Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, and happy holidays, party people. As we are just a day away from Thanksgiving, it is Thanksgiving Eve here, and it's a beautiful wintertime in New York City. I am your man for the Grand Flex Hitless here, my man, 100 years. It's your boy, Charlie Chase, baby, back again. Okay, that well, one I kind of liked. Better than yesterday? Yeah. Good, good, Flex. I aim to please, Flex. That's what I do. I don't know about that. Mm. But, I mean, are you ever, if you find one that you like, are you going to stick with that one? No. I like to just uh, mix it up. I so like you're, curveballs. You're always going to switch it up. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Are so, you, you going to start saying it in Italian? Maybe. This might not be a bad idea. Should I start doing the intros in Spanish? If you, if like, you can. Like you a know? real Spanish announcer? Well, we do have a couple of uh, fans in uh, Mexico, right? So, yeah, why not? It's like, hola, ¿cómo estás? Bienvenidos con la gente. Come acá con el Benefit Cidani Cibiero. Acá con your man, 59 Fixisis. Sound like the, uh, the football announcer. Yeah, I guess I could do it like that. I can do yeah, it yeah, like that. Bienvenidos acá que vamos a empezar las fiestas. You know, every, every now and then you need a little spice in your life, Flex. You got to switch it up a little bit. Go ahead, do an intro in Italian. Say something in Italian. Uh, benvenuti al Bureau de Fantasy Podcast. Es tu amigo Charlie Chase con mi compadre Flex. I heard Spanish the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I didn't hear a, I didn't hear like a, any that was, Italian. That, that was a, maybe the accent a little I, bit. A little. <laughs> oh no, I heard no Italian. I heard because I could understand every word. You know, that was I like didn't, a, well, you know, Italian is not that hard to understand for uh, for Spanish people. Um, no, but you know, but you still didn't hear any Spanish. I mean, any any Italian. Yeah. But no, can you um can you understand Italian? Yeah, of course. I've seen Family Sicilian, Guy. Have, like, you, have you watched Family Guy? I'm not a big fan. Of course I have. He goes to the deli. You know, beebity bobbity boobity. Yeah. Beebity bobbity. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. You ever seen that Family Guy episode? Um, no, it's but you've told terrible. me about it. Yes. But, so everything sounds like that is what you're saying. No, well, that's Peter Griffin's interpretation of it. Yeah. And, you know, that's why every time I see my friend Sandro, I say to him, he's, you know, because me being Italian as well, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, I mean, uh, do I understand? I can understand it enough to like, but not to hold a conversation at all. Yeah. Like, I... Of course, like, you know, what you just did, I heard all Spanish words, mm-hmm. and I could seen a movie that was Italian when I was a kid, I remember, and I could understand most of it. Even mm-hmm. when I went to Italy, I could understand parts of it, but not, to, I definitely can't have a full-blown conversation or... Yeah. It's kind of like with me in Spanish, like, um, like I, when I was a kid, I grew up a lot of, um, with a lot of Puerto Rican kids. In Astoria? In Astoria, yeah. Okay. So, um, Don't believe it. Puerto Rican is, um, you know, I could understand that because they talk a little bit slower. Puerto Ricanism? Puerto, I said Puerto Rican. I thought you said Puerto Ricanism. I no, you said, is, is that a thing? No, it's not. It's not. No, I said Puerto Ricans speak a little bit slower. You know what I mean? So it's easier to understand. Well, it's different with New York Puerto Ricans. And me as a Latino could say to us, and mm-hmm. both of us New Yorker, I know it's different because it's, it's, and I don't know if this is still a stat, but I, if I'm not mistaken, at one point it was a stat that there are more Puerto Ricans in mm-hmm. New York than there were in actual, in Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's it's there's a thing that if you're it, this is I guess this is a stereotype. This is a stereotype when it comes to Spanish people mm-hmm. that if you're Puerto Rican from New York, you're a New Yorican and you don't speak Spanish. Yeah, that's like the stereotypes. So I guess maybe that's why you say you speak a little slower mm-hmm. because of the fact that most of Puerto and this once again this is just a stereotype. I'm not saying that you know not getting anybody insulted, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but um that the Puerto Ricans here in New York are like eight generation Puerto Rican. Like my family, I, like I'm like the fourth or fifth generation of the Italians in my family. Mm-hmm. So that's why we don't speak Italian in mine, but you, you do your family, your family's from Italy, right? Your yeah. Well, my, uh, my mom's from the North and my dad's from the South, but they're born in Italy. Oh yeah. Yeah. See, sure. like my dad was born here. My yeah. grandmother was born yeah, so here. Second generation. Yeah, my great grandmother was born in Italy. Yeah. So yeah. So it's like, that's why we don't speak Italian. But mm-hmm. when it's, when it, this is the stereotype is that the Puerto Ricans don't speak uh, Spanish because they just all all the families just constantly kept growing up in New York, New York, New York, New York. Right. They just Puerto you know Latin blood, but they don't speak Latin. Yeah, but that's the thing. I mean, um, like Puerto Rican for me, you know, growing up was a little bit you know easier to understand. Now, when I started um, dating my girl, my girl's Dominican, as you know, and Dominican is really hard to understand because they talk so fast. To the, well, and this once again, this is all like the stereotype, but I guess a lot of Dominicans know too that they speak a lot more with a lot of slang. Yeah. Uh, 
And once again, this is all just uh, interpretation. We're not saying that this is 100% the case and it's 100% the truth. This is just all the interpretation of it all. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but they do speak with like a lot of slang, you know? Yeah. Like if you're, you know, you see like, like, que, que la vaina tigre, and all this and that and the third. Yeah, yeah. But they do speak a lot more. And, and my understanding too, from seeing Dominicans, especially Dominicans from Dominican Republic, from mm-hmm. DR, they do speak it faster and with a lot more of a slang. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I remember when I first started going to, uh, to my girl's family's house, I couldn't understand a lick. Right. But now, you know, I've been, you know, been together, been together for five years. And I kind of, you know, pick up on the slang a little bit. Well, judging by the way you just did your intro in Italian, you might as well just speak to them in Italian. I'm sure you can yeah. have a full blown conversation <laughs> since I heard. It'll, it'll work, right? I've heard no Italian from what you just said. Yeah. Well, I mix Italian with Spanish. I, I sort of like invent my own language. You should go up to them and say hello in Italian. They'll be mad confused. Yeah. <laughs> ciao. Because they're like, what? You just got here. Who do you leave? Where are you going away ciao, for? Ciao. Exactly. And what else I know? Per uh, uh, Please, right? Say it again. Isn't perpegene, please? Per, per favore. Per favore. Isn't yeah. it perpegene also? Perpegene. They'll, they'll bring you some sort of cheese if you say that. Really? Yeah. Okay. I don't per, know. Per favore. I, 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 I might... Now I kind of want to say perpegene more and get some sort of cheese. Per, per I like favore. cheese. I like cheese. Cheese is wrong per with me. Per favore. That's the easy one. So, uh, how's your... Uh, are you getting ready for your holiday? How's everything going? I thought you were going to say, how's my day? Because I just saw you yesterday. And I thought you were no, no, no. <laughs> Charlie, getting, not much happened. Your uh, Thanksgiving festivities. I got you? a haircut. That's what happened within my day. Fresh. Your lineup's looking fresh. I guess, yes. Shout out to Jose. Shout out to the Woodside Barbershop. Yeah, yeah. Because they got some pretty cool hoodies for sale right now, if you got to check it out. I don't know, I'm, I'm sure you haven't seen it, but uh, you know, they got, it's just you know with their logo, which is the W, but the W is made out of two uh, barber razors, mm-hmm. you know, the foldable barber razors. So they, they combined to make the W for Woodside, and this is, you know, Woodside Barbershop. That's the barbershop up the block from your house? Yes, right across the street from St. Sebastian's on Woodside Avenue. Yeah, and that's the one I think. 57th Street. My, um, my friend used to work there back in the day. My friend no, Pete. your friend used to work on by 60th Street and 59th Street. Oh, okay, okay. And what's the name of that one? Milady's, but it's not there no more. No, 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 no. Not, not Anthony. My friend Pete. The hair bar. Oh, Pete. Yes. Yeah. You're 100% right. I apologize. Yeah, yeah. You're 100% on, right. Flex. My bad. I'm sorry. You're right. I forgot all about that. My bad. Because uh, no, cause I know you're, you're good friends with Anthony. That's why. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Pete. Yeah. Pete worked there. Cool. Listen, yeah, people are lost right now listening to this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> people for, are lost. As exactly. It is. But, well, not, uh, not people from Woodside, but yeah. But I told you, you know, I'm um, I'm going to, to my local bar today. My really small, really real dive local bar that I love. Are you gonna Are you gonna watch the uh, the Kings return to Akron? No, 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 no. Why not? This is gonna be a fun game. No, I'm coming to my birthday party tonight. Oh, that's right. You're gonna well, you're gonna celebrate tonight. Yeah. All right. Well, because cool. at midnight, my birthday's tomorrow, and I, I really can't do much anything. How tomorrow. old are you, turning? Me, thirty three. Thirty three. God bless. My Patrick Ewing year. Nice, nice. It's gonna be a good year. Yeah, I look good for thirty three, don't I? Yeah, yeah, you sure do. You're. A <laughs> Liar! You oh my! You know you were so uncomfortable. It's Thanksgiving, right Flex. Come on, we're in the holiday spirit. Uh, you know, so because Thanksgiving is the holiday spirit to lie about how, how about my looks. That's what that's the holiday spirit. What you saying? Lie. I don't know. I don't feel confident what you just said to me right there. So how do you how More do insulted. you feel about the uh, the Kings' return to uh, Cleveland? Mm-hmm. Not does nothing for you. I told you I don't even like LeBron James. What do I care about him going back to playing Cleveland? Yeah, I mean the Lakers have been doing pretty good so far lately. Yeah, they they've been stepping it up, and he's been playing phenomenal. Can you do me a favor, by the way, and and um, stop saying all these nicknames? I called him LeBron. The no, King. you said the King. When you first said it, you said the Kings go back to Akron, right? Yeah. And I got it. And then after you said Akron, it took me a second there to think about what you talk. When you said the King, mm-hmm. I thought you were talking about an LA hockey game. That would be the Kings, no? But this, but this is what how I interpreted first. Okay. Granted, it's a little thing, but remember, we had this yesterday. With, oh, Brow, why did you just say Anthony Davis? Oh, Dame Dollars, why did you just say Damian? Because in a fantasy community, uh, I, I know that you don't play a lot of daily uh, fantasy basketball, but everyone refers to the players like by the nicknames. So it's just a habit. So, I, so I apologize. I don't. I don't know. Maybe just in your circle, but it's not everybody. In in the DFS community, no, I'm sure that's not the case. I'm, I'm jump on Twitter. And we will, we'll, we know what. Not on Twitter. We're gonna go. And we're gonna see who talks to people more about the nicknames. Flex. You don't you don't play daily fantasy basketball. Yes, I do. D- d- daily. Yes, I, I know do. You play seasonal. No, I, I don't. I, the only reason I decided, I the only reason I said I was gonna play seasonal this year was two reasons. Mm-hmm. One, because we started the show, and two, because my brother in law wanted to start a family league, and I told him. And the thing is, I'll tell you the truth, and to be hundred percent honest, I don't like playing season long basketball. Mm-hmm. I don't like playing season long baseball or any other season long sport besides football because it's like an everyday thing. I feel like with football, 
you you know you're 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 getting all the information out of the week. You're staring throughout the whole week to get ready for like one big day. I mean, granted, it's Thursday and Monday, mm-hmm. but you know, but Sunday's a big day. So you're looking for like that one matchup for who to play for that one big day. You know what I mean? Yeah. In basketball. It's like, you know, oh, I only have one guy in my lineup. Oh, but that's okay because tomorrow my entire team's going to be full. Yeah. So it's like, it's, I don't feel like there's a sense of urgency. There's not a sense of rush in it so far. So that's why I enjoy daily basketball more than I do seasonal basketball. Yeah. But I only play seasonal this year because for my brother-in-law and because of the show. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we got we to gotta learn about all fantasy sports more than usual. But I do play daily basketball. Yeah. Who have, um, who have you been impressed with so far in basketball? Who have I been? Kemba Walker. Kemba? Yeah, Kemba's been balling out. We spoke about that a little bit yesterday. Yeah, Kemba Walker. Yeah. Uh, all right, so we, I mean, we'll, we'll jump more into basketball as the season goes along, but okay, um, don't yell at me. it's going to be a big, big, big day tomorrow, and you know, week 12, man, these are the important weeks for, for football. So you uh, you ready to get into it? I guess. I still am sad that the fantasy football season is almost over. I know yeah. I mentioned a lot, but- Three, three four weeks. Well, championships are usually week 16, so we got about about another month. For the most part, they do run for 14, 15, 16. Yeah. So about a solid month of uh, fantasy football. Are you de- do you know if you didn't definitely make the playoffs? Only in one league, right? I'll, I'll, I'm 8-3 and three in one league, uh, which is you know one of my bigger leagues. So that one, I'm looking good. The BFB league, I just um, I feel like I drafted a good team. It's just for some reason it hasn't you know translated into wins. Mm-hmm. Three and seven. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like the BFB league, you were there. That wasn't bad. Yeah. You just said that. Sorry. I was looking at something else. Um, all right, Charlie, let's get right into it then. All right. So you're going to be leading us off this week. Uh, yes. It looks like I will because we have, because we have only two teams on a bye. Yeah. Which and what teams to have on a bye this week? It's the uh, Rams and the Chiefs. With the Rams and the Chiefs. That's, yeah. That's a lot of fantasy. A lot of fantasy. You're missing Pat Mahomes. I take, like, like, see, like one week, like I'm in, like, a, I'm in, in my league, my Sunday Funday F Monday league. Mm hmm. I'm in uh, eighth place, and there's an 18 players make the t- playoffs. And I'm playing against my my boy Ryan. Shout out to Ryan, who is missing, uh, you know, Tariq Hill and Pat Mahomes this week. Now, granted, he still has Carson Wentz, so he's okay. But still, like t- to not go against Pat Mahomes and Tariq Hill is I'm, I'm good yeah. about that. So far, we're just yeah, happy. But he's gonna make the playoffs definitely. So I need to still win to secure my spot with it. Gotcha. All right, so uh, let, let's get into the games, Flex. So you're going to be leading us off with the first uh, Thanksgiving Day game, which is the Bears traveling to the Lions. Yes, the Bears traveling to the Lions. I'm going to start off now. Mitch Trubisky mm-hmm. in this game is doubtful and more than likely not going to play tomorrow. He's more likely not going to play, and that means that backup quarterback, you know what a backup quarterback is? For the Bears? Yeah. Um, if you don't, it's okay, Charlie. You don't who is it? Yeah, You don't have to know all the time. We're just regular Spanish sports players. I, did, I didn't look at it. He's got your name. Charlie? Chase. Chase. <laughs> the backup quarterback for the Bears is Chase Daniels. Chase Daniels. And he's going to make his first NFL start since 2014. And this actually will be his third start in his 10 years in the NFL. The guy's had 10 years in the what NFL. What a life. Collecting a check and uh, having the best seat in the house. You know what else is pretty funny about uh, Chase Daniels? What? He's, he's a Super Bowl champion. <laughs> He is, right? He won with the Saints back in 2010. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's played with the Saints, the Eagles, and the Chiefs so far, and then now he's on the Bears. What uh, a career he's had, huh? Oh, yeah, man. He's only threw like 78 passes in his entire 10-year so career. So let, let's put this in perspective for a second. He's played 10 years, right? Right. How much money do you think he's made in 10 years? I don't I, I don't know. I, I didn't look that up. I'm sure I could look all that up. But you want to know what? It's funny. If you listen to a Tosh.0 uh, comedy stand-up, there mm-hmm. is a bit where he did about um, Brett Favre, and they're making fun of him about how long he's been in the league and how long he's like, just retire, just retire. Mm-hmm. He's like, do you know how much millions of dollars this guy gets just for sitting? He's like, wait, wait, how much does it get to be a backup quarterback? Oh, this couple of hundred million dollars? All right, I'll just do that. No problem. This yeah, couple of million. Hold the clipboard. Yeah, he's like, he's like, wait, I'm getting paid $3 million to sit on the bench? Yeah, no problem. I'll do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he literally talks about, like, the littlest importance of a role you could have on a football team. Mm-hmm. And even if you get paid, paid $1 million for that year, you know what? Okay, no problem. I'll yeah. do that. Um, so yeah, so then it's, you looked at that Tosh.0 talks about Brett Favre. It's pretty funny with Daniel Tosh when he does that. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, this was a similar situation for Chase as the last time when he played, when he filled in for Alex Smith, when Alex Smith lacerated his spleen. So regardless of this Chase Daniels facts that I'm going to, that could give you all out, uh, we can all assume that with good reason, it'll either hurt and help some players. Whoop, I just dropped the cup. Anyways, so you're going to hurt or help some players. Um... And players who will hurt are most likely guys kind of like, you know, Allen Robinson, Taylor Gabriel, Trent Burden, and all these reasons because, you know, not so much for Daniels, because one, Daniels is not as good as Mitch Trubixie, but also because of the fact that 
Um, the Lions are pretty good defense when it comes to stopping the pass and stopping those air yards. So it's an uneasy, even matchup to begin with for the Bears, but I just think it gets more difficult now. Now, of course, you're going to start Trey Burden, um, and you would start Allen Robinson. Of course, I'm sure yeah. you would start them, you know, um, and Trey Burden, because I'm sure you're not looking for another tight end. Like, unless maybe, because on the waiver wires, like this week, uh, Cameron Brate, who we, I apologize, we didn't bring him up in the waiver wire. Yeah, yeah. With OJ Howard now on the uh, IR, Cameron Brate should be a popular pickup. Um, but I'm sure you're starting Trey Burden regardless. You're not looking for another tight end anyways. Yeah, I'm just saying. Again, the position's so thin, so you're going to start him. Right. I'm just saying temper expectations more for guys like Taylor Gabriel and Allen Robinson in this mm-hmm. game because we don't know really much to expect from Chase Daniels, not for nothing. Yeah, the one dart I do like on the Chicago side of the ball um, is Anthony Miller because he's got one of the best matchups for wide receiver cornerback this this week. So you might want to give him a look as a you know low-end flex or in daily. Yeah, not seasonal. I wouldn't recommend him in seasonal. Yeah. I would stay away from him in seasonal, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah, I would. I would. I guess it wouldn't be the worst play in the world. No, 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 no. I'll, I'll give you that much. It won't be the worst play in the world. But I would stay away from in season though. But what I do think this is, I think this is an, um, this is a big Jordan Howard game. Now the RB situation over there in Chicago has become a headache, not for nothing. It has become a pretty big headache. But still, um, it you know the the Lions are notoriously bad at stopping the run. They're one of the top tens in the league for giving up the most points to opposing running backs. And I like Howard this week better than I like yeah. Tariq Cohen. They Tariq- get gashed on the ground. Yeah, yeah, but and to, you know they got him better since the beginning of the season that much. But Tariq Cohen is definitely more the pass catching type of back, and I just think that you know for a safety net or like an easier play, they're going to rely more on Howard and take advantage of the fact that they're so bad at stopping the run. The Lions that they're going to give Howard more of the ball, and you know that's how they're going to try to get the win is by rushing it more with Howard. So I like Howard better than I like Cohen for this week. And if you're an owner and you have both of them. I play Howard, and if you had to yeah. choose one, I'd play Howard over Conan. Yeah, this and they may, you know, being that Trubisky's out, they may lean heavily on that run game. Exactly, well, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And plus, because so, and sure. for the fact that Trubisky doesn't even, I mean, Daniels doesn't even do what Trubisky does on the ground either. So, mm-hmm. uh, more so, I like Howard better. Uh, Marvin Jones still hasn't reported the practice yet, so things aren't looking good for him to play yeah. tomorrow. And things plus, confirmed that he's out. No, him him and Carrion Johnson. I saw it on Roto. Carrion World. Johnson is definitely out. I know that. Yeah, I'm like 99 percent sure that they're. Okay, both, you could be right. Out. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't see that yet, but you could be right. Okay, so we're more likely not going to play, but still, um, this is a tough matchup, anyways, for the Lions. Nonetheless, who I really like here a lot is Theo Riddick. Mm-hmm. I like Theo Riddick, especially with Carrion Johnson out, and I just you know we just said that Marvin Johnson was going to be out, but he's going to get all the work that he can handle. I mean, only 13 other teams have given up less receiving yards to opposing opposing pass catching backs, so he's going to get all the work that he can. He's a strong flex play for me in daily. I mean, in seasonal, and I love him in daily. I love him absolutely in daily. I think there are better matchups than Matthew Stafford though. Averaging 14.4 points over the last three games. And with Khalil Mack facing him again, he's going to be tough, you know, for, for Matthew Stafford. The O line hasn't been protecting him at yeah, all. He's been a disappointment this year, man. I had big, big, big hopes for uh, Stafford coming into the year. Yeah. You know, but like I said, they just, they just I think they're going to concentrate so much more on Kenny Galladay. He's going to feed the ball. They're going to pass the ball more to Theoretic. Uh, Matthew Stafford did throw two interceptions last time he faced the Bills. And I wouldn't be surprised if he threw that again or more against the Bears defense. But. Not for nothing. Nonetheless, in this matchup, give me the Bears. Give me the Bears as well. Go on, Charlie. You're next. All right, so moving on to the Redskins traveling to my Dallas Cowboys. Uh, the Cowboys are a seven-point home favorite with a 40.5-point implied uh, game total. So not a lot of uh, scoring expected in this game. Now, the Redskins, um, they're a little bit banged up, and now they're going up against that elite, that's right, that elite Cowboy defense. Uh-huh. Um, so now Col- Colt McCoy is going to get the start, and he actually has had some success against the Cowboys. Um, he did get a, a spot start against them in 2014 and did beat them 20-17. to, 20 to 17. Uh, But this is a different Cowboy defense he's going up against. So um, I don't like Colt McCoy on any you know platform, not in seasonal, not in daily. He's a complete stay away from me. Now, uh, AP, he didn't have a big game on the ground last week, but he did get into the end zone twice. So that made his stat sheet look a little bit better. Now, I don't like the matchup for him, but just based on volume, I think he's a lock to get at least 20 carries this week. So I think he's in playing seasonal. And um, as far as daily go, I don't really have that much interest in him. Now, as far as the patch, pass catchers go for the Redskins, I do like uh, Jordan Reed here. Uh, he caught seven balls and a touchdown last week, last week. But more importantly, he was targeted 11 times. So he's finally starting to get those targets. Mm-hmm. And Colt McCoy seems like he... Um, that that is his security blanket. So I do like Jordan Reed as a, as a start in seasonal. Now, um, on the Cowboys side of the ball, I don't think this is going to be a big uh, Dak Prescott game. 
Um, wouldn't look to him for him in seasonal. Uh, but he is interesting in daily, especially if you're playing like on, the only Thanksgiving slates. Um, he's 5,100 on DraftKings, so he's definitely uh, in play there. Now, I think it's going to be a big, big, big Zeke Elliott game. Um, it seems like they are f- that uh, Garrett finally got the memo that it's a good idea to give the Zeke the ball 20, 25 times a game. And he's responded in back-to-back weeks uh, with big, big games. And I think he's going to get um, a lot of carries in this game because that Washington run D um, coming into the year was thought to be one of the best in the league. Uh, but this year they've disappointed. They've been atrocious at stopping the run. So I expect a big, big game from Zeke Elliott this week. Now, for as far as Amari Cooper goes, um, you know, I think that the big game is going to come from him, but I don't see it in this game because, I th- again, I think it's going to be a heavy dose of Zeke. Um, the dart in this game that I think is interesting is uh, Michael Gallup. Um, he's got one of the best wide receiver cornerback matchups in on the slate. So look for him as a very low, low, low end flex play, and I like him in daily as well. I give it to Michael Gallup actually for actually playing this game because you heard about yeah. His unfortunate. I, I didn't want to bring that up, but um, unfortunate uh, what happened with the, with the passing of his brother. So. Right, but but you know, not even just you know the passing, just the way he passed. Yeah, yeah And I'm yeah. sure it's a heavy toll on Michael Gallup. But for him to even say that he's still going to play. Yeah. On a day where I guess Thanksgiving, it's a big know, family day. Exactly, yeah, exactly. But you know, so. you know, sometimes the field is their uh, is their refuge, their you know their escape for those three or four uh, hours. One hundred percent. Yeah, I definitely agree. Yeah. So, um, you know, shut out heavy hearts for the uh, for the Gallup family. But um, right, right. I think that um, he's he's got a good matchup here, so I wouldn't be surprised if Gallup gets into the end zone. Um, I think you know this is not going to be a, a barn burner by any means, uh, but I think the Cowboys pull it out, man, and move into first place in the. NFC East. Give me the boys. I agree with you. I'm taking the Cowboys as well. Yeah. I think the Cowboys are going to win this match. It's it's another one of those situations where I, I lose regardless. But you know what it is, though? It's like, I, I, I don't know if I'm speaking just for myself. I don't mm-hmm. know if I'm speaking for all Giants fans on this case. Yeah. But the Redskins are the team, is the team I dislike the most. Mm-hmm. Like, I really don't, and now, of course, now don't get me wrong, you know, like, like you're a Cowboys fan, and mm-hmm. I, we argue we argue all the time, but I don't hate you because you're a Cowboys fan. You right. Know what I mean, like, I, I know all the people that are that are also Eagles fans. I don't hate them because they're an Eagles fan, but mm-hmm. I hate Eagles. You know what I mean, right? So, yeah. um, but I don't argue as much with other Redskins fans. I don't. I just don't see it like that. Even at the games. Because there's, there's probably not as many Redskins fans. You know what I mean? Like, there's a ton of Cowboy fans and there's a, a ton of Eagles fans because Philly's so close. I don't know. I just, even at the, when I, yeah. Washington, D.C. is not that far like, away. Like, I don't, from, I, don't I, I think I know like one Redskins fan. Washington, D.C. is not that far away from, you know. Yeah. The, 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 yeah, good I mean. point. That's but fair. It's just, it's just still, it's just like. Do you I, know any Redskins fans? Yeah. You do? Yeah. Shout oh. out to Mike Murray from Woodside. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Redskin so, fan at Woodside. That's a little Shout weird. out to Mike Murray from Woodside. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All the Woodside listen to this. I'm going to love yeah. that game. That's but as a, before you move on real quick, like as a Giant fan, who do you want to see win this game? Who do, uh, The Redskins. Really? As a Giants fan, yeah. Because I just hate the Cowboys so deeply. <laughs> okay. But you got them to win and, this game. And, and another reason too, even so far this year for the way things will be going. The way things will be going. Wow. The way things are going mm-hmm. is that it's more than likely now with the new quarterback – which you know it could be a good or bad thing we don't know it happens sometimes, mm-hmm. but with you know the offensive line getting beat up and the Redskins not doing as good as they did in the start of the season that they could start to crumble, and the Cowboys are showing a push. Mm-hmm. So if you want me to speak realistically, they are showing to be more of a threat to stay on top of the NFC. Right, right, right. So That's with that, with that even more so you know, with, with the way things are going now, I would want to say Redskins. But even if it was like. Even if the Giants haven't lost a single game yet, mm-hmm. I would still say the Redskins just because I hate the Cowboys more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm interested to see? Um, <laughs> no, And we're me. forecasting a little bit here, but I'm interested to see if that last game between the Cowboys and the Giants is going to mean anything. Good point. I do, too. Especially now, well, like I said, these two wins, you know, we had, okay, yeah. that's fine, that's great. The only thing that helps me is that I have a bet going on my boy Jose mm-hmm. because, you know, since, especially since I got married, I haven't really hung out. Uh, and, you, know, my, you know, a lot of my friends, Jose, he's got married, too, mm-hmm. and... um I haven't really gone out as much as I usually do. I stay home with my wife, and we just, you know, stay in, 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 on the weekends and stuff. The married life. Right, yeah, the married life. But uh, I would bet my friend Jose, so we were at my, our friend Keith Murray's wedding, and then he said there that the Giants were only going to win three games the entire season, and this is, like, still in September, mm-hmm. like, in the, like the end of September. So I made a bet. We made the bet. He said it was going to win three games. I said they were going to win more than three. Mm-hmm. So now they won three games. If the Giants win one more game, I win the bet. And the bet's a friendly night out, but he has to pay for the entire night. Yeah, so I, think, gonna, I think you're good on that bet. We're going to have dinner, and we're going to just you know, go out to the bars and just drink or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, But he's going to pay for the whole night. Pick up the tab. He's got to pick up the tab for dinner and the drinks at the bar. Yeah. But if they don't win a, re- a game for the rest of the season, then I got to pay for the rest of it. Yeah, so. not looking good for you, Keith. 
No, 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 no. It's Jose. Keith oh, Murray's Jose. wedding. So, okay. oh, Jose. Uh, anyways, we got a little bit off topic. But you're right. I, I, that would be great to see if that meant anything, that game. That would be a hell of a mm-hmm. game. And, and you're going to that game, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. So My would... cousin Frank hooked up the suite for that game. Right, 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 right. That's going to be good. Uh, moving on. So the Falcons versus the Saints. Now, I'm not going to spend a lot of time about this game. I am not going to do that. That is one thing that I know from listening to other fantasy podcasts. And we do it at times here, too, in this show. We've done that. That... um. We speak about the obvious stuff. Mm-hmm. We speak about the players that we already know. I'm not going to do that so much with this game because of the fact that everybody's a go here. It's it's the matchup that that it's like that. It's everybody's a go. I mean, you know, if you're questioning starting any of the players in this season, I, at this point of the season, especially when we know who's kind of solidified in their roles for the most part, mm-hmm. like I really don't know what to tell you. Right. I mean, uh. You, you know, you, you, of course, you're going to play Matt Ryan. Last time he played these guys, he had five touchdowns. You're going to play Drew Brees. You're going to play Kamara. You're going to play Thomas. You're going to, it doesn't matter who these guys, those guys are playing. You're going to play them more than likely. Mm-hmm. But they both have good matchups. Yeah. Now, the Saints defense has been doing better. It has been improving. And the Falcons defense is just terrible. Yeah, they're awful. Awful. Now, the Saints has always been pretty decent on the run. So I guess, you know, but it's not like you were expecting huge games from, to having Coleman or Ethel Smith anyways, you're expecting decent games. You're mm-hmm. expecting good games from them. And it's the same thing here. You can expect a decent game from them, even though the Saints always been pretty good on the run. Yeah. But they're not like an elite on the run. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it, it, really, doesn't. What, what can I say? You know, even Hooper's a good play here. Ben, Benjamin Watts is a good play. Yeah. I guess if you want to maybe see who might be the, the so-so player maybe think about is Traquan Smith. Mm-hmm. Now, once again, it's a really good matchup. So yeah. if you are, and he, and he got thirteen targets last week. Yeah. So yeah. it's and he's kind of. I think he solidified himself as a third option now mm-hmm. in that team because the first two are always going to be Michael Thomas, then Alvin Kamara, and it was Benjamin Watson. It looks like it's Traquan Smith now, and he's talented. Yeah, absolutely. So he uh, the over under sixty on this game. So a lot of scoring expected. Yeah. So he's you know, but so he's um. He's a strong flex play. There's going to be a lot of scoring. There's going to be a lot of family implications. So I'm mm-hmm. not going to spend a lot of time in this game because anybody you're thinking about playing from this yeah. game, play. Play Ridley. Everybody's 100. a good play in this game. Uh, you know, just once again, don't. of course, it's just you – now it's going to be things like if you're thinking about between – like let's say if you have both um, Calvin Ridley and Traquan Smith mm-hmm. and you have to pick one of them for your flex. Like if that's the situation you're in. Okay, I would say Calvin Ridley. Right. Th- that, that's my pick at least, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, but – I would probably go Ridley there as well. Right. But, you know, so unless you have like a specific, like that's the question you're thinking about, mm-hmm. then let us know. Hit us up. Once again, always on our Instagram at BFB Podcast and on our Twitter at Podcast BFB. And it gets you up at Charlie BNY or me at Flex Hitlist at FLX Hitlist. Yes, sir. And, you know, we'll help you out with that. But besides that, everybody's a go here. So everybody's a go. Get as much exposure to this game as you can is basically what Flex is saying. Yeah, that's it. So I'm, you know, I don't, don't got to tell you all that. But what I, um, I'm going to make my pick, and I'm taking the Red Hot Saints. Give me the Saints as well. Yeah, you are. Yeah, man. All right, so uh, Flex's New York Giants are traveling to uh, Philly. The Eagles are a six-point home favorite with a 46-point implied game total. I actually think that that total is a little bit too low. If I'm, be- if I'm a betting man, I may take the over on this one. Aren't you, aren't you a betting man? I am a betting man. Okay. All right, so uh, the Giants coming off two straight wins, uh, starting to get a little bit of momentum going up against the Eagles. That they're they're a team that they're there for the taking, and the, the uh, Giants could actually put the nail in um, you know in the Eagles season, you know the final nail in, in the Eagles season, which you know that that'll give them a lot of joy. Um, now I think that there's going to be a good amount of scoring in this game um, for the Giants. Uh, Eli has been service, serviceable the last two weeks. Um, you know he hasn't like really lit it up, but he's been okay, and I like him as a streaming option again. This this week. And I also really like him in daily because um, I feel that he's a little bit underpriced. Um, Saquon Barkley, I mean, look, he's on the way to, you know, re- offensive rookie of the year. I don't even think it's close. Plug and play. Um, I like him in, in daily as well, even though I think he's going to be um, a little popular this week. But my favorite play on the Giants this week is Odell Beckham Jr. Um, Odell's going up against Jalen Mills, who's been absolutely torched this year. And I don't see any way that he sa- he um, could keep up with a talent like OBJ. I think OBJ OBJ is going to go bonkers this game. Um, I also like Shepard as a flex play here as well. Um, and also, as part of that giant stack in daily, you could get a really nice underpriced stack if you get um, Eli, Odell, and Sterling Shepard in those lineups. Um, I'm all for it. Um, even Evan Ingram... Um, you know, I mean, I like him in seasonal because it's such a thin matchup. Um, it's not the greatest matchup in the world, but it's not bad. But um, I think he's a pl- plug and play as well. 
So pretty much I like every giant here. Um, and I'm actually getting a little nauseous saying that, but play every oh, single giant. grow up. <laughs> um, but on the Eagle side of the ball, I think that there's going to be um, some scoring as well. Now, Carson Wentz, uh, as Flex knows, laid an absolute egg in a great matchup last week. Now oh, I'm getting nauseous. Yeah. Now, um, I think this is a good bounce back spot for him because as good as the Giants offense has been, their defense has been just as bad. I mean, they, they seems like they can't stop anyone. Now, I like Wentz in seasonal. Um, and you actually have a share of, of Wentz in seasonal, right? Yeah, but I'm not playing him this You're week. You're not going to play him this week? No. Just because it's the Giants or you just don't like the matchup? No, because I don't like what he did for me last week, one. And two, I got Kirk, I got Kirk Cousins. Okay. So Cousins is going up against... The Vikings are going. Uh, I have it right here. I'm sorry. I was looking. At, I was. I was getting ready for my next one. So I'll take. Uh, the Vikings are going against the Packers. Okay, so they both got good matchups. So I, I don't. You know, I don't mind you going Cousins it's, there. It's also not for nothing too. It's also because like it's. Well, I'll, I'll say when you're done. I'll let me. Yeah, I'll, so, I'll, I'll, I'll pick on it when you're done. All right, sure, sure, no problem. So, I mean, look, I like I like Wentz in um in seasonal, but I really like him in daily. And the reason why I like him in daily is because um, uh, recency bias. Like he burned a lot of people last week, so he, people are gonna avoid him like the plague this week. So he's seventy seven hundred on Fanduel, and he's fifty nine hundred on DK. So you're getting an absolute steal for him on DK because his upside is you know three hundred yards, four touchdowns. He's got that type of upside. You know, so he's going to be at half the ownership of, let's say, like a Jameis Winston, who will probably be the most popular quarterback this week on daily. So I wouldn't mind, um, you know, some exposure to Carson Wentz. Now, as far as the running game goes, I have no interest in the Philly running game. I mean, who are you going to start? Josh Adams? No, thank you. Corey Clement? No, thank you. Uh, Smallwood? No, thank you. So um, that's going to be a complete stay, stay, uh, stay away from me. Now, as far as the Eagles pass catchers go, um, I think that this is the week that Golden Tate finally gets going. So I wouldn't mind him as a uh, you know WR three fringe flex play, and I like him as a as a stack in daily as well with Wentz. Uh, Zach Ertz, um, he's he doesn't have the best matchup in the world. The Giants have actually been surprisingly good at defending the tight end historically. Like the last couple of years, they've been one of the worst in the league, but this year they've been surprisingly good defending the position. But I mean, Z- Zach Ertz is one of the top three tight ends in the league, so he's matchup proof. So you are going to play him in seasonal. So. Get him into your lineups. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of scoring in this game, and I like the Giants to make it three in a row. Ah, you're picking the Giants. Yeah. I, like I think the Eagles are just toast. I think they're done. Um, See, now, I'm, I'm, I'm picking the Giants as well, by the way. So just mm-hmm. to reiterate what you were saying before is about the fact that now, last time, of course, Carson Wentz went off. Carson mm-hmm. Wentz went off on the Giants, and like... It didn't start off good for the for the Eagles, and it hasn't been good all year long. But the last time the Eagles looked really, really good was against the Giants. Mm-hmm. Carson Wentz in that game threw for two hundred seventy eight yards and three touchdowns. It was got me a little nervous because we know Carson Wentz is a good player. Yeah, and it's true what you said about the the the, the bias. The, where was it? Recency bias. Recency bias. Thank yeah. you. It's a really good point, and he's a really good player, so he could definitely come back and go off. But the thing is, is that since they were so bad last week, and it just looked like they were out of sync. Yeah. They just looked like it. They looked like they mailed it in, though. They they looked you know like I mean? they forced so much. They, yeah. looked, they just looked frustrated. That's what, it, that's what it is. They looked frustrated so much that that's why I don't trust that offense anymore, mm-hmm. at least for now. But it's very well could just blow up again because they are really good players on that team. Yeah. Um. So that's what I'm nervous that this is going to probably – they're going to want to just – and they're in Philly – they're not going to want to get that Philly crowd riled up and pissed off, mm-hmm. you know, and because they, they're going to just, you know, punish them if they piss them off in Philly, yeah. especially to the Giants. Right, a lot right. of people are gonna get arrested over there. If I'm the Giants, I would try to jump on them like real early this game. Right, like literally, like the first couple of you know plays, go right up top to Odell. No, no, I, I agree 100. percent You know, but I just, I just, I just feel like maybe they're gonna want to really pick it up this game. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that they're going to. I've got the Giants to win this one as, as well because Giants have a real shot of winning this. Because the biggest thing is they're so beat up on all, on defense. There's so many injuries. Yeah, so many injuries or people. The, the Eagles you're talking about. The Eagles, yeah, the yeah. Eagles. are sorry, yeah, the Eagles are so beat up on injuries. Like even uh, uh, Jason Kelsey was hurt last game and who knows if he's going to play this game yeah you know what i mean so they're beat up on defense yeah and uh you expecting like a shootout like you think a lot of points i don't know uh what do you have the over under in this game 46 i'll say the under i don't know about really of, yeah i think they smashed the over 46 yeah no yeah. I, I i i think i think the giants i think the giants pulled this off uh 20 23 to 13 which is more 
Yeah, 4749. Yeah, it's right there. Yeah. That's over. Duh, what am I doing? Well, anyways, I still think the over on it, but it's around there. Whatever. Okay. I know the point is. But I, I just, um, what was I going to say? Oh, and Josh Adams, I was going against yours. I like him. I like the play of him this week. I said the same yeah. thing about, I said, listen, I said the same thing about Peyton Barber last week, and he killed. Mm-hmm. I think Josh Adams is going to kill this week. All right. The Giants get run on. That's, that's, that's the thing. They get run on, and they can really beat them on the run. And I think, uh, uh, you know the coaching staff is really smart over there in the Eagles and in, in the department off another thing, and I just think that they're going to see that they're going to take yeah. advantage of it. I mean, he uh, Adams had a good, you know, he had a good matchup last week, he's and he wasn't doing, really. He's that been impressive. doing pretty good so far. Of the fourteen runs he's got the past two weeks, he's averaging three point six yards per carry. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it's it's not great, but it's not bad. He's, the, he's I think he's the most talented back they have right now. He's doing better than Clement and Smallwood. And I just think the Giants get run on. Like I said, look, Peyton Barber had nineteen points last week. Mm-hmm. Come on. So, um, I like Josh Adams this week. Moving on right now to the Jags versus the Bills. Now, talk about a barn burner. Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> now, one thing I like in every week is to find a good defense to stream. And I'm happy when I find one on the free agency because I didn't use like a wave of wire pick for them or anything like that. Right. So the Bills for me are a good defense to stream this week, especially if you have like a team like the Rams that are on a bye week. Mm-hmm. The Bills are a pretty good defense to stream. Now, the Bills aren't actually that bad of a defense overall. They're not like that bad. You know what I mean? They're mm-hmm. not just the terrible, terrible defense. Um, They're subjectable to the run. You know, they're just outside the top 10 by giving the most points to running backs. And they are they're actually pretty good against the wide receivers. Did you know this? Believe it or not, they actually are giving the fewest fantasy points to wide receivers. Oh, I, I think I read somewhere. Yeah, they're I read num- that somewhere. They're yeah. number one overall. Mm-hmm. The fewest fancy points yeah. of wide receivers. Well, they got they got good corners, so that makes sense. I mean, I, I think it more game script was more to do with it. Maybe yeah. they take like a lead so they don't feed it too much to the wide receivers in that game. That's why they don't get that many wide receiver mm-hmm. points. But at the end of the day, though, the Jags offense besides Leonard Fournette, they don't really scare you. You're not scared of Blake Bortles. You know, you're, you're not scared of any of the wide receivers. It's such a headache to always play to decide whether you want to play any of them. So in this game, to talk about what's fantasy implications wise, fantasy wise, McCoy. Flex play, but still, the Jags' defense on the run is very good. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I even love McCoy this week, but I just I think he's a flex play at best. I don't like him too much in daily, to be honest with you. I don't like him in daily, um, but I think at best is a flex play for seasonal games. You know, it's not impossible he gets that touchdown or two to make him a relevant day, but I think it's gonna be hard when you go against this. And like I said, really honestly, besides Fournette, don't play any of the Jaguars. Don't play any of them. It's not that they're going against a really bad defense, and it just. It's just uh, it's too much of a headache to think about playing Didi or or you know or uh, Cole or any of those wide receivers, and don't play Carlos High, don't play T.J. Yeldon. There's no reason to play anybody from the Jags except for their defense, which is a great defense to play this week against mm-hmm. the Bills and uh, Fournette, and that's really just about it. Once again, like I really wanted to speak about what is fantasy implications here. What's going to be worth it? What's going to be worth speaking my time about? And nothing much in this game is really worth speaking about. Nothing much. Nothing much because there's not too many good ones to give. Just like in the last one, there's so many good ones to give. And there's not too many question marks about it. Mm-hmm. So that's why I didn't want to talk too much about it either. I don't want to talk about this one too much. So honestly, if you're going to play anybody, just play the Bills defense, the Jags defense. And if you want, play McCoy. And then Fournette definitely play. And that's about it. That's as far as I'm going to go for that one. That's as much time as I'm going to spend. And you know what? It's my birthday. Coming up tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel a little crazy. I'm taking the Bills. You're going Buffalo? I'm taking the Bills in this one. All right. I'm going Jacksonville. I'm taking the Bills to win this one. I'm going to bet on the Bills. All right. All right. Charlie. Bet on the Bills. <laughs> Good luck with that one. Uh, all Bad. right. So the uh, the Seattle Seahawks traveling to Carolina. Uh, Carolina is a three-and-a-half uh, three point home favorite with a 47-and-a-half point game total. Now, uh, last week, the Panthers coming off that controversial loss to the Lions where they went for it um, at the end for two. Uh, what did you think about that? Did you know that, think that was the right call? No. Absolutely not. I, no, right? I don't think anybody thought it was besides... Uh, I didn't no. know what what he was thinking. Like He was like, they're in the thick of like the wild card hunt, and you're doing that? It's funny. You know what's funny is that uh, last week when we had Juan on the, on the show, mm-hmm. we all, like Juan was picking different teams, being an odd man out. Like we yeah, didn't yeah. have a three three in a row. The only one we had was we all picked the Panthers. And I literally said, up, oh, there we go. We all agree. And we're all going to get it wrong. And yeah, I said yeah. it. You called it for and, sure. And we did. Yeah, but uh, yeah, just a terrible call, man. Especially with your team in the thick of the uh, playoff hunt. But as far as this game goes, um, you know, just to just speak about it really quick, um, I don't think there's going to be a ton of fantasy goodness. But uh, the usual suspects: uh, Russell Wilson. I'm a Russell Wilson owner. I have no problem starting him against that overrated Panthers defense. Um, and Doug Baldwin looks like he's you know finally back to, back in shape out of that um, coming back from that knee injury. So I like him as a play as well on the Carolina side, side of the ball. I mean, you're you're getting uh, Newton in your into your lineup. I actually do like. 
like him in daily as well because I don't think he's going to be heavily owned. Uh, CMC, you're going to have him in your lineup. Um, he's you know plug and play, especially in PPR formats where I think he's going to be heavily involved in the passing game. Um, last week, you know, I called DJ Moore. Um, he had a good matchup last week, and I like him again this week. Um, he's getting more and more targets, uh, and Funches is a little bit banged up, so I like him as well. Um, even Greg Olson, I think uh, touchdowns in back to back weeks. He looks like he's all the way back from that foot injury. So, you know, deploy him with um, without any hesitation. I think that there's going to be a good amount of scoring in this game. Should be entertaining, uh, but I'm going with the home team. Give me the Panthers in this one. Absolutely, I agree with you. I'm taking the Panthers in this one All right, well. Moving on, Raiders versus Ravens. The Raiders. Raiders. Now, Joe Flacco has still remained out of practice so far. He was held out of practice today again. And uh, Lamar Jackson, he last week, he set an NFL record for most rushing attempts by QBs in the Super Bowl era. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go on on a limb and say that I don't think Joe Flacco plays another snap for the Ravens as quarterback. For the rest of the year? For Forever. I don't think he's going to be a okay. Yeah. That, is, that is going out on them. Yeah, I, I just think so. I think they're going to so move on. They, when they make the playoffs, then you, you know, they're going to give it to Lamar Jackson in the playoffs. I mean, if he you know strings together a couple of wins, why wouldn't they? Because he's not Joe Flacco. He's still a rookie. Yeah, but um, I don't know. No, this is just what I think. I I I I don't even think the the fans they do you know when when they have the playoffs online, they're just still going to want to see Flacco there. But anyways. Um, now you gotta look at it this way too, man. The season, the season going forward is very, very good. They don't, they don't really have a lot of, um, strong things, you know, strong matchups going on for the rest of the season. I mean, if you look at it, look, they played Oakland, then Atlanta, then Kansas City, then Tampa Bay, and the Chargers are pretty good and Cleveland's pretty good. So like, but all these other defenses they're going against, they're not that great. They got, you know, they don't really don't have any good defenses at all. Mm -hmm. So I, I think they're gonna realize that they're not gonna really turn it over to Lamar Jackson so much just yet because of that, you know? With that being said, Lamar Jackson is worthy of keeping on all rosters because of the fact that the schedule the schedule for the rest of the, rest of the season is so easy that if Joe Flacco's not played, Lamar Jackson's always going to be a good play, especially we've seen how much he could do on the ground. With that being said, what he does so much on the ground, especially this week too, if you're missing guys like Jared Goff and Pat Mahomes and you need a quarterback to stream, Lamar Jackson is a good quarterback to stream. Um, for, what is also fun to watch there is that undrafted rookie from Rutgers, Gus Edwards, who ran the ball 17 times for 115 mm-hmm. yards and a touchdown last week. Now, Alex Collins kind of faded out, but that doesn't mean that's going to stick for the rest of the season. If Lamar Jackson starts, mm-hmm. I like Edwards this week. If Lamar Jackson starts. And for every other game that Lamar Jackson starts, I like Edwards. If Lamar Jackson does not start, if it's Flacco, I don't like Edwards. Yeah. Because the only times when Edwards would play before was either in um, garbage time or in these special package, you know, like read read zone plays mm-hmm. with Lamar Jackson, where they, you know, Lamar, where they, in a special kind of defensive plays, where they would only have like one defender on the quarterback, and then you know Edwards to take advantage of it with yeah. Lamar Jackson running as well. So if Jackson plays, I like Edwards on it to keep going up as well to be the bell Calvin to take it over. That's mm-hmm. if Lamar Jackson plays. Right. I think Edwards was the most uh, highly added player on Yahoo. Oh yeah, absolutely. This week uh, on fantasy football in general, all week he was. I mean, he was he was owned nowhere. This week he's owned like over thirty percent of the league. Um, now, granted, listen, you know, you got to take with a grain of salt from last week to see how much Jackson did with his legs and what uh, Edwards did with his legs. The Cardinals weren't a great run defense at all. They're yeah. one of the worst run defenses in the league. Yeah, and you can't expect your quarterback to run 27 times and make it out of the season alive. So No, but you also can't expect them to keep doing good with the rest of the bad season, no, teams they're facing, bad mm. defensive teams they're facing going right. forward. So with that being said, all Ravens for the most part are a pretty good play from this week. Uh, and also with the Raiders, they're the complete opposite. All Raiders are not a play for me this week. None of them. The only one here I guess you would want to kind of trust is just Jared Cook, but that's about it. The Ravens, whenever the Titans face the Ravens, they average 13.4 fantasy points per game. That's really it. Martin is hurt. They don't see the serious, the injury, the injury. Wow. <laughs> The injury to be that serious, so maybe uh, Rashard sees an uptick in carries, but you still love the matchup here against his very strong Raiders defense. So besides Jared Cook, stay away from all Raiders as much as you can. And if you're playing daily, try not to get any Raiders in your lineup at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go. Give me the Ravens. All right, I'm going with the Ravens as well. Duh. 
Uh, all right, so moving on, the uh, 49ers traveling to Tampa Bay to t- take on the Bucks. Uh, Bucks are three and a half point home favorite and a 54.5 implied game total for this one. So Vegas is expecting a lot of scoring in this one, and I'm in agreement with them. Now, I, I think there's going to be a lot of fantasy goodness in this game. So, you know, on the 49ers side of the ball, if you want to stream Nick Mullins, I'm, I'm, I wouldn't be mad at that. Nope. You know, I, there, there are worse plays on the board, and the, him going up against that atrocious, atrocious Tampa Bay defense. He played. Uh, your brother played him last week, and he, he didn't do so well last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't. Uh, he wasn't a good streaming option last week. No, your brother played him last week. Yeah, I know. Yep. Um, good one, Joe. Yeah, good job. Uh, but um, Nick Mullins, I don't mind him as well. Um, you know, as far as um, you know the. On the Tampa Tampa side of the ball, I mean, look, Jameis Winston's got a great matchup against San Francisco. Um, you know, Mike Evans, you know, balled out last week. I see him balling out again, uh, again this week. Um, and I, don't, I actually don't mind Cameron Bray. He's he's going to get an uptick in targets with uh, OJ Howard being out, and Jameis Winston seems to have that rapport with Cameron Bray. So I don't mind him as a play as well. Um, you know, not too much time to spend. I mean, look, get a lot of exposure to this game. This is going to be very very high scoring, and I think the Buccaneers pull it out so give me tampa bay i am also taking tampa bay in this game as well charlie mm-hmm. uh moving on now to the Bengals and the browns and the browns going to visit the Bengals right now um the biggest question mark for me here is jarvis landry and i guess i say that because i am a jarvis landry owner now he hasn't been that good for the most part all season but believe it or not he's still averaging 10.4 targets per game with 10 targets against this juicy matchup against the Bengals, i think you could still have a very good game here but it's not like it's not the first time that jarvis landry's had a very good matchup and he didn't take advantage of it i still rank him only as a flex play here with upside mm-hmm. but nonetheless i just rank him as a flex play wide receiver yeah. three type i think um I think he's going to have a big game this game. Now, Nick Chubb, of course, you got to play strong RB2. David Njoku, I like here a lot, as the Bengals have allowed 17.1 fantasy points to opposing tight ends per game. Strong play for him, and Baker Mayfield, not for nothing, is also a very good streaming option this week. On the Bengals' side of the ball, where Tyler Boyd was supposed to really break out with A.J. Green gone, he hasn't really taken over as much as you thought he would or you would like him to. Now, now, Marvin Lewis hinted A.J. Green will play this week. He hinted that. But now, for the media to also not start reporting that he will because he was held out of practice today. Day, so don't jump the gun on that yet, but uh, we should see him practicing later on in this week uh, to suit up and take the field. If he plays, I see a big improvement from Tyler Boyd, and uh, the defense will focus a lot more on Green. There's no really big sneaky plays here. I mean, you ever play Joe Mixon, you know, you play Tyler Boyd, and you play AJ Green when you know when and if he does play, which is more likely he will play here. But uh, I like the Browns players that have a lot more fantasy options here. I think it's going to be more of a shootout. I think both teams are, I know the Bengals offense is going to be pretty strong against that good Browns defense. And I still see them putting up numbers and the Browns kind of having to play, you know, kind of like keeping up, you know, not catch up, but to stay with them. I think it's going to be a pretty even back and forth and more offense and defense type of game. And this one, I'm taking the Browns. You're taking the Browns? Yes, I am. I'm going with the Browns as well. Nice, Charlie. All right, so uh, New England traveling to New Jersey to take on the Jets at MetLife Stadium. The Patriots are nine and a half road favorite with a forty-six uh, point implied game total. So uh, Vegas really likes New England here, and I'm in agreement with them. Um, I mean, look on the Patriots side of the ball, uh, TB12 plug and play. Uh, James White, he's going to be heavily involved in in the um, in the passing game, and also I see them getting out to a to a lead and then leaning on the run game. So I think he's going to have you know uh, you know good numbers on the ground as well. Uh, Josh Gordon, I think um, this is a good matchup for him as well. So plug and play for him for me as well. On the Jets side of the ball, um, Josh McCown is making another start for the injured Sam Darnold, uh, but no interest for me as well. Um, I, I really I'm having a hard time finding a Jet. Uh, to play I mean if you have to play a jet just on volume alone I think maybe Isaiah Crowell but I don't feel great about it um, I think that the uh, the Patriots just roll here and um, you know really put a, a whooping on the Jets so give me the uh, New England Patriots just to give you guys an update too I literally just got just a, a update right now about Sam Donald he did not practice today yeah just so, so Josh McCown just... uh, will will get another start but um, I, I really don't have much interest in him in this matchup no neither do I I, I have an interest in the Eagles defense. I mean, the Eagles. Wow. Uh, no, Patriots defense. Patriots defense. Yeah, yeah. Good point. Uh, good, uh, good, good option, especially in daily. Um, I don't think that'll be too heavily owned. Yeah. No. I mean, and also for streaming, like I said, you know, big defenses like the Rams gone this week. So, mm-hmm. uh, another play. Uh, so now moving on now to the Chargers and the Cardinals game going on here. 
the Chargers are another great streaming option to have this week, especially when you have rookie mistake-prone quarterback in uh, Rosen going against uh, the Chargers, who now have uh, Joey Bosa back. Joe, so Joey Bosa being back is a really good play for them this week. I yeah. know this is our first first uh, game he's played this yeah, year, right? Uh, yeah, no, no, no. Uh, he, he came back uh, last week. Oh, okay. So you know he feels good. He feels good after the game, and now he's back again. So he's gonna be, you know, he's still fired up, and he really just ignites that whole entire defense whenever he's in. So I mean, they had a good uh, play last week, the Chargers against the Raiders, but they only gave zero fantasy points. But that's okay. Stuff like that happens. Mm-hmm. I like it here, especially the fact that, um. For, and not for nothing, this is a crazy stat. So he's been throwing interception after interception after interception, Josh Rose. He's been throwing a lot. Mm-hmm. Actually, in the past five games, he's thrown nine. Mm-hmm. Nine interceptions in the past five games, along with two fumbles. Yeah. So he's he's having a lot of mistakes there. So I like the Chargers defense going on there. Um, of course, also left another player that I'm, I, I like going forward a lot of ways is Larry Fitzgerald. To me, this is a tough match for him. But it's still like he still has flex considerations nonetheless. He had two touchdowns last week. Granted, only two targets. I mean, two receptions and both receptions were both for touchdowns. Thank God. But he's had double digit fantasy points in his past four games. I said that Larry Fitzgerald was a guy you want to target in the training for the playoff push. And now that now he's going to be good going forward. Now he's got Green Bay. Then he's got Detroit. Those are tough matchups, I guess. Against Detroit, it's kind of a tough matchup. But Green Bay is a good matchup. And then Atlanta after that. These are strong matchups for him. The Chargers are a good defense, not a great defense. Larry Fitzgerald is still like a sneaky type uh, flex play and a good play for Daly because I'm sure he won't cost that much money. Anyways, um, of course, you're going to love Melvin Gordon here. He's going to take over. Austin Eckler, I love in Daly. Mm-hmm. I love him as a Daly play because they're also going to give him the ball and he's going to run all over this defense too as well because it's going to cost less. So you could use that money to play more, you know, um, big, you could, you could play more like Drew Brees who's going to throw it all over Atlanta Falcons. You could spend more money on Drew Brees to give you a lot of points because you're going to use Austin Eckler as a running back. Yeah. But Larry Fitzgerald is, is, is the only real, I mean, of course, you're going to kind of have to play, the, um, Duke Johnson. Mm-hmm. You can, you're not really thinking about sitting him. You're going to kind of have to play yeah, yeah. Not Duke Johnson, David Johnson. David Johnson. I'm, I'm looking at a lot of here on the screen right now. But um, the only other player that I do still like, I don't love too much, but I like him, is Larry Fitzgerald. Uh, but the Chargers is a great streaming option for yeah. this week, I think. That's a good point on Eckler. If you are going to play Eckler in daily, get your exposure to him on uh, DraftKings, where he's 3,700 and, again, uh, full point PPR. So uh, get your exposure to Eckler on DK. And everybody else on the Chargers offense is an absolute go for me. I'm taking the Chargers here in this game. All right, I'm going with the Chargers as well. Yeah, you are. All right, so uh, Pittsburgh traveling to Mile High to take on the Broncos. Uh, so Steelers are a road three-point favorite with a 46.5 implied game total. So a lot of scoring in this one as well. Now, on the Steelers side of the ball, usual suspects. They all got a good matchup. Um, Big Ben, uh, p- plug-and-play for me. I mean, he's been playing well. Um, and I actually got a rushing touchdown last week. So I don't, I don't mind him um, in, in all formats. Uh, Antonio Brown, I mean, look, the guy's one of the best wide receivers in the league, and he's got a good matchup this week. So plug-and-play. James Conn. Connor, um, you know, plug and play for him as well. And even Juju Smith-Schuster, who's at, emerged as one of the top wideouts playing opposite of Antonio Brown. So I really like the Steelers here. I think that they're in a prime spot. On the Broncos side of the ball, I'm, I mean, I think they're going to have some scoring as well. Um, I like Philip Lindsay here. I mean, he's he looks like he's getting the lion's share of the touches in that backfield, and he's involved in the passing game. And then uh, Manny Sanders, I think he's a, he's a lock as a, you know, low-end, um, not a low-end, but a WR2 um, I don't mind him in seasonal and in daily. And Corlin Sutton, I mean, look, the breakout game hasn't come yet, but I think that before the season's out, um, he will have, you know, that 100-yard uh, and a touchdown game. Who knows? It, it may come this week. So I don't mind him as a play as well. Uh, I think that this is going to be a close, close game, but I think that the Steelers eke one out on the road. Steelers on this one? Yeah. Of course they do. Yeah, and uh, look, I know everyone knows about the Big Ben, you know, home road splits, but I'm I'm not afraid in this matchup. So. I'm going, I'm going Steelers as well. Don't worry about that. Yeah, I'm going, I'm going. So Pittsburgh. now moving on with the Colts versus the Dolphins. In this game, I love Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack is a big play for me this week. I love him as a strong play in seasonal. I love him as a strong play in daily. I, I love him even more in daily because I'm sure he's going to cost less. But the point is this: you got to look at over the past three games, Marlon Mack is averaging twenty point three touches. And 133 scrimmage yards mm-hmm. over the past three 
games. And even the game before that, if you want to look in his fourth game, he had 19 rushes for 126 yards and a touchdown against the Buff- against Buffalo, who was a pretty decent defense, not for, not for nothing. So, I mean, he went against Jacksonville, didn't do good. Then he went against Tennessee. They're not a, that bad of a defense either. Didn't do that good. Um, of course, Andrew Lux has been on fire lately, on Fuego. on fire. So you love him. You love you love T.Y. Hilton, of course. But Marlon Mack, I love. The Dolphins have given up 4.8 yards per carry to running backs this season on average. You know what it is? Giving up 4.8 yards per carry on average. Mm-hmm. Marlon Mack is a great, great play. And if you want to make like your last-minute like uh, trade for him, I wouldn't so much do that maybe. Because look, after this game, this is the game you want to play him. Because after that, look, go against Jacksonville again. It's going to be tough. Houston's got a pretty decent defense, so you know, so so. But I would still play him against Houston. Dallas has got a good defense, and the Giants get run on. So you got some games you can play him, and some games you can't. So like you know, like if you want to trade for him, trade for him. But I wouldn't pay too much of a high price for him, especially the trade line is almost over. But uh, definitely against the the Giants game, which is a championship game, he's going to run all over them because the Giants get run on. And that's going to be a good game for him and and. Uh, Marlon Mack is a guy I love going forward. Now with the Dolphins, now there's been a shoulder injury that's been lingering for Kerry, um, for Kenyon Drake. So it's kind of holding him back a little bit. And not for nothing, the Colts also, I mean, they're not a bad defense at all. The Colts are another streaming defense that I love for this week. Not for nothing. They, you know, they did really good against the Titans offense last week and they've only allowed just 3.9 yards for, for carry to the backs. That's it. Mm-hmm. So they're putting a pretty strong defense overall. So I, I, I like the Colts defense. Oh, Ryan Tannehill is going to play this game, by the way. Mm-hmm. Ryan Tannehill is going to be back and play this game, so we'll see how much he may fire up that offense. But I don't think it's going to be much, and I don't think it's going to be enough to trump the Colts and what they've been doing so strongly on their offense. Mm-hmm. You know, their Colts' offense has been, like, on fire. So I like the Colts in this one. Give me the Colts. All right, I'm going to take the Colts as well. Too much agreeing here. Yeah, I know. Um, usually see, it's annoying, right? It's annoying. It is a little annoying. Uh, but I do like the Colts. Uh, all right, so moving on. Sunday Night Football, Green Bay traveling to Minnesota to take on the Vikings for a divisional game. Um, Three-point favorite, home favorite for the Vikings with a 47.5-point implied game total. I actually think that that game total is a little bit too low as well. I like the over in that one. I think this is going to be a good amount of scoring in this game. Um, on the Packers side of the ball, A-A-Ron, plug and play, one of the best to ever do it. Um, and that Vikings defense does not scare me. I, I think that at this point, they're dev- it's it's safe to say that they're they're a little overrated. Um, you know, and you know, don't be afraid to deploy Devontae Adams. He's he's you know, it took some time, but he's finally uh, you know catching his stride, and he's got a good matchup this week. Uh, on the Viking side of the ball, I mean, look, uh, Kirk Cousins. Um, look, I mean, you're, you're going to play the guy if you drafted him. Um, and he's got a good matchup this week. So, I mean, look, deploy him with, um, with, um, you know, without a doubt this week. I think he's going to have a good game. And as far as his weapons go, the usual suspects, Adam Thielen, Stefan Diggs, and, um, you know, Cook. He looks like he's back, but, you know, do you play him? I guess for what you invested, you're going to play him. Um, but give me the Vikings in this game. I think there's going to be a lot of scoring, but give me the home team. Can you do me a favor? Yes. Can you just please, just for once, just, just, just take somebody else other than I want to take? I picked first. Okay. All right. I get it. But there's so many times how we agree too much, and I'm like, you know what? Just to go against you, I'll take I'll, I'll take this other team just to make it interesting. Mm-hmm. Can you do that once for me? All right, I'll do that with the last game. I promise. Can you, no, this one. Can you just do this one for me? I want to take the Vikings as well. Just for once. It's like, you know what, Flex? All right, just to go against you. I've done it for you a ton of times. Just for once, do it for me. So you want me to take the uh, the Packers. Packers? Just take the Packers. Just, what, just, what's what's the next game? Just take the Packers for me this time. Why are you making it so difficult? Just do this for me. Give me the Packers. Thank you. Jesus Christ. I got to fight with you just to get just one help out of you. Thank you. Moving on. I would have the- went the opposite on the next game. That's that's fine. You're going the opposite on this one. Let's do something you didn't want to do just for me, okay? All right, I got right. the Packers. Sorry, Jeff. Thank you. So now I got the Vikings on this one. All right, so now moving on. You're welcome, Jeff. So now moving on now uh, to the last game that we're talking about the show, which is the Titans versus the Texans. Mm-hmm. The last game talking about the show. And I know the te- Titans have been a pretty good streaming option defense-wise. Mm-hmm. Not this game. The, the 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 Texans have been on a roll. Yeah. They're rolling. Seven in a row. Yeah, they're doing great. Deshaun Watson, you know, DeAndre Hopkins, you, you know, you're starting them no matter what, yeah. of course. Uh, Kiki Cutie. 
Very. If he's still in the waiver wires, free agency, pick him up. Pick yeah. him up. Do not let the and even if you're not going to play him, just he don't was, let somebody else have. He was only owned like thirty percent of leagues. Which he was dropped crazy. for a lot of reasons, and yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why Kiki Cutie is actually a very talented player, and it's somebody. I said this before. I mentioned this in a previous show that. Deshaun Watson, when he was playing for Clemson, he likes using a short, undersized, tight end, and he was passing to a lot in Clemson. And it works really well. Did I ever tell you that funny stat, too, that uh, Kiki Cuties uh, says his quarterback now is Watson, and his quarterback in college was named Holmes? Yeah, you told me that Everybody joke. Say, right, yeah. Holmes. And it's no, not a joke. It's the truth. Watson, Holmes. Yeah, yeah, I know, but I know it's a reference. Okay. So anyway, so yeah, so I... I I still like him. He has a streaming option for more for daily than I, you know, trusting him so much fantasy. But I mean, it didn't seasonal. But when he plays, he does good. Look at the first game he came out when he first started playing. He had 11 receptions for 109 yards. And the next game against the Cowboys, he had six receptions, 51 yards, and a touchdown. Then he got hurt in that Buffalo game. You know what I mean? So it's like, mm-hmm. it's, it's, then he was, was kind of like, you know, had the hamstring issue that he was dealing with that. And then he came back for five receptions and 77 yards. Mm-hmm. So he likes getting these like quick passes, these quick checkdowns to keep the chains moving, to keep the ball moving, you know? There's not much of an obvious thing to you know, like like the sneaky plays, like I said, to play here. Um, but I do like a lot of the people out of the out of the Texans defense. And Corey Davis, what can you say about him? He's doing better and he did really bad last week. Only two receptions for thirty yards. And I get it. You know, you you see the game where he has six receptions, fifty six yards, then he has seven receptions for hundred twenty five yards and a touchdown. Then you want to play him in and he gives you four point nine. It's disappointing. It's hard to trust him. That's what I want to say. It's just hard to trust anybody from the Titans to play, really. It mm-hmm. really is. As much as they're doing well and they're winning games, so in real-life football, they're doing well, fantasy-wise, they're not doing all that well. I would just do the best to stay away from all Titans as much as possible. Now, that's not to say that maybe Deion Lewis could give you a pretty yeah, good game. Yeah, I was going to say, you, know, you wouldn't start Lewis? I wouldn't start Lewis. Mm-hmm. Not to say that he wouldn't give you a good game. I'm just saying it's hard to trust. Yeah. I'm sure there's probably better options out there. That's all I'm, That's all I want to just say about that. But as far as the games in this one, I am taking the Texans. All right, give me the Titans. All right, there you go. You doing that on purpose, or you really I'm want doing Titans? that on purpose? Okay, so, <laughs> I'm gonna uh, zig where you zag. That's 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 fine by me, no problem. All right, man, we're all set up here to wrap up. You got our outro music going on, right? You up got bold stuff. bold predictions or what? Come uh, on, real quick, give me one. My bold prediction is I'm gonna be throwing up all day tomorrow because I'm gonna be drinking too much at my birthday party tonight at Charlie's in Woodside. That's not that bold. That's not that bold. It is. All uh, right. I'll give you a quick one. Odell Beckham Jr., not one, two, but three touchdowns against the Eagles. Uh, Austin Eckler has two touchdowns against the Cardinals. All right. All right, party people, once again, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Have a great Thanksgiving. Get yourself your bellies real fat. Get yourself all filled up and success nonetheless for the rest of this fantasy football weekend as we approach the playoffs. I am your man for the Grand Flex hit list, Charlie Chase. Bureau, enjoy your Thanksgiving. Have a great time with your family. Uh, Enjoy the games, and we'll see you next week. See See you on this side of the other party people. Peace.